You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number five, Who Are Your Stakeholders? Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. you today the top two or three different stakeholders you are specifically designing your event for, could you answer that question? Now, potentially even more important, would everyone in your team agree with who those three stakeholders are? Let me clarify. What is a stakeholder? To make sure we're all on the same page, a stakeholder is defined as a person with an interest or concern in something. This means your particular event could have a hundred stakeholders from several target markets to donors, sponsors, AV, general contractors, volunteers, the venue, general public, the destination who's hosting your event, and really anyone you're impacting by reserving services, such as the people your attendees are taking parking spots from. The list goes on and on. While these are all stakeholders who are impacted by your event, there's only a small number that have high power and high interest in your event that you should actually be designing for. These are the key stakeholders who you should be measuring in your evaluation to determine whether your event is actually a success or not. Evaluation? Success. When I work with organizations, I often hear executives talking about the event objectives that they will measure their success against. This could include things like general attendance numbers, number of sponsors, and overall sponsorship dollars. When asked for my input, I like to clarify that the event itself actually does not have objectives. The stakeholders have objectives, and each stakeholder's objectives are different. General objectives, such as those listed above, would be the event owner's objectives. These are not things your general attendees would consider important in their event experience. As I run through the design process with groups of all levels, from students to young professionals to seasoned professionals, it seems that everyone assumes that sponsors are the ones you are absolutely trying to design for. I always like to challenge that thought in today's day and age. What if you absolutely delight the sponsors at the potential risk of the target market? Then you have decreased attendance and your sponsors will leave you to sponsor your competitors where your attendees have ultimately gone. I challenge that if you absolutely delight your target market or top two target markets, they will have such loyalty and positive word of mouth that your event will naturally grow. Then the sponsors will come simply because of your attendee base. Every situation is unique, and sometimes the sponsors are the ones who bring in the attendees, such as hosted buyers and such, in which case they should absolutely be one of your targets. This goes to show that this process is individualized and should be completed for your specific event. While there is a one-size-fits-all process, there is not a one-size-fits-all result. I always run groups through the event design canvas with their stakeholder analysis map. This is such a great visual tool to get everyone on the same page. First, identifying all the different stakeholders and then ranking them together. Stakeholder identification is important not only for determining who our project stakeholders are, 
but also for determining the best way to design for their transformation while also identifying ways to manage their expectations. Every stakeholder, no matter what level of their importance, wants or expects something from the event. So what happens next? Oftentimes, as event planners or event owners, we come into the design process with a thought in mind of what we want the event to be. As we go through the design process, specifically the empathy mapping process, we often find that our stakeholders need and want things that are different than our personal ideas. As the event owner or as the event planner, we have to be intentional to let go of our ideas and be open to other ideas in order to enact true transformational change within our attendees. It's difficult to do. You have this tug of war within yourself between what you want in the event and what the stakeholder wants or needs. It's a taxing process to figure out this mental alignment, but we need to allow that to happen. We all have to realize that everyone has that bias. It's actually the group dynamic in this design process that helps to overcome that. This is why groupthink is so important. As someone who works with a lot of different groups, I like to have at least one student or young professional included. I find that these individuals have a little bit less experience running events, so they don't tend to focus as much on logistical challenges. They tend to be exceptional designers since they have inherently less biases based on lived experiences. They don't have these preceded in their prefrontal cortex. They push the limits and are more free thinking. That doesn't mean this is exclusive to young professionals or students. It's simply why having a diverse group in the design process is so valuable. Once you go through this process, you will have identified your top stakeholders that you are truly designing your event for. As we go through this process, you might find that they have different objectives. Maybe they even have competing ones, and that's okay. We will talk more about that as we continue throughout the next few weeks. So what's your homework from this episode? For your next event that you are planning, simply ask others on your team who they believe the top two stakeholders you are trying to delight in this design process are. Do you work on your own? Then ask your board of directors. If you find different answers between the people you are talking with, then stand firm in securing the team, time, and space to get them all in the same room and have a discussion about your stakeholders to make sure that you're all on the same page. Thank you for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.